1: It's a good day. Singing the song. And it's a good day. Oh, God. We don't know what this is all about.
2: <laughs> you Ride don't know. High. A good day
1: In any night. case, Guess we will be here talking some Vikings today. I can promise you that. You think? We took phone calls all morning on the morning show, all morning uh, long. Is
3: everybody pumped?
1: In. Everybody's jacked. Everybody's worn out. They're tired. Oh,
3: my God. That game was like an emotional roller coaster.
1: Well, it was uh, the worst. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll talk about a Tom Bernard show with.
3: Co-host Catherine Brandt.
1: Andy Brand bernard Mike Molina. Tevin Pittman. Who decided to what show up. What the hell are to... you
3: doing in yeah, there?
1: Yeah, he decided to show up <laughs> this week. <Still>. i back. <laughs> no
3: one warned us. <laughs> Stiff
1: that he is, you know what I'm saying. He wants to talk about the Vikings. We'll be right back, talking some Vikings, Tom Bernard Show.
4: Michael Bryant, Brad and Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company. And they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap.
1: Walzer are pros at body and glass repair, but don't take my word for it. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and a nearly perfect 4.8 Google rating. Check them out at walzercollision.com Let's get oh, We just hide No, no, no. I'm about to lose and I think I like it. I'm so excited. <laughs> we are back ladies and gentlemen. We're so excited that we just can't hide it. And for once, Tevin chose the right team instead of being a Packers <laughs> fan, just because he's from Osceola, Wisconsin. And Tonya,
3: it's all because of the boat luck. Uh, the posting of the boat.
1: Yeah, Catherine and I were out of town. She took a picture of me by a by a purple and gold boat and at she, a
3: car show. There was uh, no reason for this show, boat yeah. to be there.
1: That's right, it was at a car <laughs> show.
3: So I'm like, look at that! It's just a magical boat. And sure enough.
5: Uh. Just everybody do exactly what you did yesterday. Just repeat it
1: on Sunday.
3: I know. I'll, I'll be posting the, that's what we'll the, do. the boat yep. pick, the magic boat.
1: A lot of people think it was fixed, you know. What? Oh, yeah. A lot of people are saying that game was fixed. There's no way a defensive back does what that defensive back did. He did it on purpose, he got paid off. It was fixed.
2: Oh, damn, that feel good.
1: I don't know. You know, they got it to be the if they win at Philadelphia. I hate the F and Eagles, man. <laughs> um, we we were playing that all morning from the Big Lebowski, of course, <laughs> which I love.
3: What was amazing to me is that our QB drove me crazy in the last moments. He redeemed himself big yep. time. <laughs> well,
1: I, I, I was ready
3: to hate him forever.
1: Oh. That <laughs> quack and duck that he threw up at yes. the, <laughs> at the yeah. beginning of the second half.
3: Yeah, what, what you was doing? that? It uh, Was a please don't tackle me yeah. throw? Oh. Uh, 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 sad.
1: I
5: came close today. I would have been shopping for a new TV. I mean, it was. I <laughs> almost busted it. <laughs> yep. You know,
3: I think that I think he does better under pressure.
1: Who, Melina? No, no way. <laughs> oh, wait a
3: minute. Casey Kasem.
1: Yeah, Casey Kasem. <laughs> Casey
3: Kasem does much better under pressure. Here's I, th- I, we'll I think there was a lot of pressure on him the first half, you know? Yep. And, and, and then they got complacent the second half, and then he was like, oh, my God, I blew it. I better do something. And so then the pressure was on him big time, and then he made that amazing pass.
1: Exactly. Can you imagine being in the huddle with him? What? You run a post route, <laughs> and I'll dump it off to the short guy, and we'll score a touchdown.
3: And then we'll all listen to music. And we'll all listen <laughs> to this from
1: 1972, number one. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be really good. Uh, I love the fact that Stefan Diggs actually started crying. Yep. I know. He's wow. being interviewed, and he started crying, which I, was great.
3: Well, everybody was crying. Yes.
1: Yeah. They're, yeah, yeah tears are we, definitely We had shared.
3: both... We, yeah, we were both like, uh, well, that's it. Why are we even watching it? We should just turn it off. Don't even watch it. And that was like, yeah, what was it, 10 seconds left? Oh.
1: Yep. 10 yep. seconds.
5: No, and it's great because, I mean, ten left. it's three degrees, and it's supposed to be even colder
1: tomorrow, but nobody cares. Everybody no. is in such a good a- mood when you no, watch it. it's around. 75 and sunny out yeah. right
3: now. You have a warm heart now. Yep.
1: It's really amazing because we had tons of calls. That said, uh, literally, we took phone calls for four and a half hours this morning on the KQ Morning <laughs> Show, and everybody said the same thing, and I felt the same way. Elated, but really worn out. That yep. that game took a <laughs> ton yeah. out of you. Well, yeah, we yeah, had all the roller coaster so of being a Vikings fan. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep, as usual. Um, I tell you what, what happened to Deadspin, by the way? Somebody sent me a, a, a link to Dead. Oh, it was Doc... Uh, I believe it was Doc Ketchmark sent me a, a connect a, a link
6: to uh, Deadspin. Oh. And do they have to put the F-bomb in every story they do now? A lot of websites think that makes them look super cool, um. swearing all the time. Yeah, literally every story they put up has the F-bomb in it. Yeah, it Bill really Simmons old. is
1: an effing embarrassment. Athletes want to be disruptors now, and it's the effing worst. Every story has the F-bomb in it. And did somebody really say on a broadcast station, "Holy effing s," that really happened?
3: Probably not on a broadcast station.
1: Well, I, there's said, a, I said there's an article that has that as the title for well, about the Vikings game.
3: Yeah, that's what he's looking at right now.
5: It's I'm funny because right you know I live that's... I live over in Little Mexico, and uh, did you guys hear it in Spanish? I did. Yes. Yeah. I did no. hear the
1: goal. <laughs> <laughs> Minizota, derecha, Minizota. <minisota." laughs> Minnesota, Minnesota!
3: Was I he saying, Sava, Sava,
1: He was saying, Sava, Sava. Because oh, in French, is
3: like, uh, is okay. You like say, Hi, how are you today? And you go, Sava, and they go, Oui, Sava. So it's like, I'm good? Or so much, it's good in
6: Spanish. Well, Spanish, and when I was taking Spanish and I was at my most fluent, I could p- basically read French. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. very close. They're so yeah, incredibly it's very, similar.
3: Well, most of the romance languages you yes, can pick up. Yes, they
6: certainly are. There you
1: have it. I did love the fact that Fox had to show every miss kicked over the past 20 years by right, the Minnesota yes. Vikings.
3: Well, we've had some doozies.
1: <clears throat> they had to show every one. So we had one a
3: doozy last night.
1: Here's something that never worked. Let's see if it doesn't work again. Uh, did you guys think? Did you guys think that the, the booth up at Fo, the, the Fox guys, Joe Buck and uh, Troy Trey Gowdy or whatever that one, Troy Aikman, <laughs> or whatever the hell his name is, they were so pro New Orleans it was disgusting.
3: Really, I didn't think so. Oh
1: God, yes. Yeah, I think they're
7: uh, yeah, Drew Brees, pay, uh, Sean Payton. They definitely have a crush on on that combo
1: for the Saints. Yeah, they do.
7: Oh,
3: I they didn't really notice. Well, of course, I'd only listened about half of what they're saying. So I they, mean, I am a total fair weather fan, especially yeah. of the Vikings, because the Vikings are so irritating to me because they they always play great in the first half, they look amazing, and then they all, all almost always, for years, have fallen apart in the second. And I'm like, I know you can play, what happens to you guys? <laughs> it's just too frustrating. I can't love them because of that.
6: Andy what did you think when you were watching the game hmm. <laughs> What game? I don't yeah. even have the means to watch the game you could watch it online you, you can, can come over and watch it online you could come over <laughs> here and watch it we watch it your mom and I watch you could it go I'm so one of the eight
3: million sports bars five I'm minutes surprised
6: from your house. they would uh, let you watch it online given how much money that brings in for those networks
3: you probably have to do you have to pay to watch it online like an n f l channel
6: yeah you do actually yeah. mm. you absolutely do i uh, do know that um the what the hell' is m l b they have a major league well, I, don't, baseball. I don't know if it's like actually the m l b but um when there's a game on like a major game there's a website that basically it's like a um Like almost like a cartoon representation of the game, it is, and it shows where the pitch came in, where they swung, um, (laughs) if they got to a base. You could watch the entire game like that. Yeah, Yeah. it's very uh, it was sleek.
1: That actually is on MLB.com. You can go to MLB.com and watch that.
5: Have you guys looked at any of the YouTube videos yet? Of uh, fans' no. reactions, oh, yeah. there,
7: there's some no. classics. I, I saw a Saints fan throw a 65 inch TV <laughs> yeah. off like the second yep. story oh. oh, <laughs> <no. He> just <laughs> shucks oh, <laughs> You hear his wife in the background, like, no, 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 stop, 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 stop. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh,
3: they must have gotten so oh. smug. Oh yeah. They were like, I mean, they were all smiling and high-fiving, mm-hmm. like they had the game in the bag. It's yep. like. No, you don't. And the Saints, I, I, I thought they did.
7: The Saints' Twitter tweeted out, got him, like right yeah. before
6: the ah. game ended, before the last play, Oops. and then they had to take it down. Well,
3: I I thought they did. <laughs> I thought they had us, too.
6: Yeah, but you don't want to ever put that up before the game is over. never prematurely celebrate, ever. Uh. It makes you look like the biggest moron in the world. I love Lastman's story about
1: Lee going to the bathroom. and came back, and there was a guy from New Orleans. He said it was about 25 years old but he sounded
6: just like Foghorn Leghorn from New
1: Orleans hitting on his girlfriend.
6: Oh, yeah. People from New Orleans, their accent is like so thick and weird. Yeah. Son! I say son! I didn't yeah. know she was your girlfriend, son. It's
1: hilarious. <laughs> yeah, well, son, you got your ass kicked, son. Huh? Too bad there, son.
3: So, what do you think next week? What do you I, think?
1: I I I hate to pick a winner because it, you look like such a fool, but I'm sorry. I I know we're on the road, and I know it's outdoors, and I know the field conditions won't be very good, but I just don't see our defense letting up like they did in the second half. They took the, no. the foot off the gas Why in the second half. Why did they
3: half. do that? I don't know. What happens to them?
1: Oh, we're not going to blitz anymore. Why? Yep. Did Did they get anywhere near Drew Brees the second half? No. Well, then I mean, that, that, was that hit on
5: Sandejo, though, too. I was just like,
7: oh, come on. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, watching him lay there yep. motionless was was
1: terrifying.
3: Oh yeah, that was bad.
1: Yeah, especially if they just you know did did the entire uh, bit on Shazier, yeah. on uh, on CBS because Shazier is, obviously he was laying there and he said I can't move my legs. I don't know what's wrong, but I can't move my legs. Uh-huh. That Shazier story is incredible, since he's a hell of a, a hell of a character. I mean by that I mean he's got great character. He's dealing with it very, very well. But, yeah, when anybody's laying on the field not moving, whoa.
3: It's so scary. I they I just saw something on, I think it was a Twitter feed that said they've just passed, like, 47 new safety deals for the players that they can't do, like, 47 things now or something.
1: 47 things in the NFL?
3: Yeah. Do you know what they were talking about? I have
1: no idea.
3: Yeah. Well, in a way, just it kind of actually helped us,
1: though,
5: yesterday, because, I mean, what's-his-face, the safety who – screwed it all up i mean five ten years oh, ago yeah, he would have he would have was... hit him and got the pass interference and i mean there probably would have been no time left on the clock and we saw what Forbath is capable of when it comes to kicking field goals i mean or not yeah or not
1: <laughs> yeah. so exactly
3: you know that's so nerve-wracking now when yeah. they kick it's like uh it used to be kind of like a sure thing kind of
1: yeah, I think well, we just yeah, it was the
7: history that we have with kickers yes. in playoff games. Uh, I don't oh, want to see any God, field goals oh. kicked to win a like game. Go for two. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, I did not want to see him try to kick that field goal oh. since he already missed one yeah. at, just before the half. That would have yeah. put us almost three <laughs> touchdowns up, but he missed it, of course. Oh. Wide left. Oh. I, oh. I, I, just...
3: I have a question for Melina. Tevin, too, yeah. you're you're like a big, hardcore
7: oh, yeah. Pikes fan, right? Yep, I've cried.
3: Okay. How does this make you feel going into next week? Like, are you just so nervous you can't even stand it, or are you just really confident?
7: Oh, I'm nervous. Yeah, yeah, definitely nervous. I wish the game was today. Like, I wish we could just get it over with, but I think we got a good shot at winning. If
5: Kostaki's Falcons, if Julio Jones makes Uh,
1: that catch, God, I'm just like, come on! How did he not make that catch? Yeah,
3: And look how bad the Falcons were last year.
1: The Falcons went to the Super Bowl last year. No. Yes, they
6: did. The
3: year before. Uh, the year
6: before. <laughs> you, I'm assuming you mean when they made that horrible play. Well, the, well, I mean they were in the Super Bowl, but they still made that play that was. Yes, they did. The, yeah, they, the, the most obvious, uh, the most obvious indicator of game fixing I've ever seen. Oh, Andy. Andy's calling them out, saying they all, they're all cheat. Well, like I mean, why else tomorrow. would you make? I don't know anything about football, and I know that was a bad play. Yeah, well, that's true. I mean, you'd think a, t- a coach who's been coaching for however many years and is paying, being being yeah. paid however many millions of dollars to know what he's doing you would usual, think.
3: Yeah, aren't they usually coaching for 20 years before they can even be an NFL coach? No. That's a good question. Some,
6: like what a, the uh, youngest NFL the, coach is. Sean, Sean, Sean. He's, he's like, like 30. 31. Yeah. He's 31. He's only 31? Yeah. That's. I mean, that's... If he's been coaching since he was 21, somehow, then. Well, he probably that makes wins. sense. Play, we probably played till he 21 and then started coaching at 21 or 22. And
1: yeah, head coach, is, head yeah, coach head 31 coaches. is very young. Yes, yes. it is. Sean McVeigh, let's see here. Look up Mike McVeigh. Mm-hmm. He's my boss at Cumulus. <laughs> Timothy
6: McVeigh? Timothy McVeigh, yeah. Let's uh, get see if he's going to bomb. Yes, he yeah. has been coaching for 10 years. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, that's still, you know, that 10 still, years yeah. of experience is a he's, good amount.
3: He's risen fast.
1: Yeah, he's a good coach, apparently. Well, I see that uh, Mike Malarkey lost his job again, my pal. He's a, such a nice guy. I wish he could hold down the fort because he's a really,
6: really good guy, but he just can't seem to... Wait, I thought he was dead. Mike Mike Malarkey? Isn't that the character for... for um, isn't that the character name? Someone had a character name like that.
3: Mike Malarkey? On what?
6: On radio. What? Mike Malarkey? Yeah, what was his name? God, I have no idea. It was something. I swear to God, it you was something think of like it that. Then let us know. I think I, I have a feeling the chat is going to know what I'm talking
1: about. The chat might know. That is true. Of course, on this show, like every other show, we invite your calls to uh, comment on the game. But uh, speaking honestly, of calls, we have Tim. Oh, you do have Tim. Tim, what's happening? I am
8: calling. Go Vikes.
1: <laughs> Did you watch the whole game?
8: You know what? I'm going to be totally honest with you. I thought, okay, the curse is upon us again. I was working at the time. So I thought, you know what, why be distracted with this? It's only going to bum me out, so I monitored it online. So I didn't oh, see God. the actual touchdown, but I clicked over to NFL.com, and I thought, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. <sighs> it it so, was yeah, a thing of beauty. The last time I – well, I was taping the game, though, so I you know, just went and put it back on. Um, you know, you were talking earlier about how long it takes coaches. If I am not mistaken, Doug Peterson, who co- uh, coaches the Eagles – was coaching high school football 10 years ago, if I am not oh, wow. mistaken. I know one of the uh, head coaches this year, maybe it's McVeigh, maybe it's Peterson, but I'm pretty sure one of them, it was only 10 years. I mean, imagine that. 10 years as a high school coach, and all of a sudden you're in the NFC championship game? I don't That's
1: know. And hopefully amazing. you're going to lose. Yeah, Hopefully exactly. you'll lose, you know.
8: Exactly. So, you know what I love about this whole thing, and, and I don't know if you feel the same way, but... This whole underdog narrative, I'm talking about the Adam Thielen's of the world. I'm talking about the undrafted, unwanted Case Keenum. It doesn't get any better than that. It just doesn't get any better than, you know what, just stay true to yourself, and, you know, you're going to get there, man. It's just amazing to me that that has played out. I mean, because, you know, he looked shaky early on in the season, but, boy, did he settle in, and once he did, there was no stopping him. It was just amazing, and I love that story.
1: We will be right back. Tom Bernard Show. FDIC an equal housing lender. If you've noticed your vision getting cloudy blurry or dim or having more difficulty seeing at night you could have cataracts. Tom here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years but did you know they do much more? They do and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age where my vision started to fade so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Of course, Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology and vision options available so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you've been told you have cataracts or you're wondering why things just aren't as clear as they used to be, call the experts at Whiting Clinic or go to whitingclinic.com to learn more. See the folks at Whiting Clinic in order to see your very best, and don't forget to tell them that I sent you. Purple rain, purple rain. Purple rain, purple rain. Prince would be proud. He was a huge Viking fan.: uh,
3: Somebody posted on my Facebook page a, a photo of Prince like being a ghost. In the middle of the play,
8: what happened? You know, somebody really pointed good. out, though, <laughs> the prince ghost is much bigger than the prince was in real life. He's like, Well, that's, that's, true. Yeah, well, that's
3: okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different kettle of fish the real prince and that thing.
3: Well, if prince could choose, well, my explanation probably, is
8: yeah, my explanation is prince was larger than life right oh there you go go. (laughs)
1: except for he took larger than life amounts of drugs and killed him
8: unfortunately yeah he took enough for a 12 foot tall person unfortunately yeah yeah yeah, that's
1: that is exactly it you you can't i I wish it would stop but they keep doing it they just keep on uh, you know i i gotta believe that even though you have all that success and all that money there's so much pressure on you to stay Mm -hmm. successful that you can't live through that it's too much pressure
8: yeah, even a guy like him. I mean, you know, don't you think that they get to a level, I mean, like the Rolling Stones or whatever, that you don't have to worry about yeah. the hits coming anymore. You know, you just right. go out there and play your stuff, and people love you, you know?
1: gotta be good.
8: It's easy for me to say. I've never been in that position. So I I don't know, and I don't want to know.
1: I got to tell you something. Uh, this there's nothing to do with the Vikings, and we're going to spend a lot of time on the Vikings because that was one of the greatest plays I've ever seen in my entire life, and we're going to talk more about that. But... I did want to mention this to you, Catherine and Andy and I were out of town this weekend, mm-hmm. and Andy and Andy and I went to a movie. So it was not mm-hmm. in Minnesota. We were out of town. Well, not in Minnesota. And Andy and I went to see Jumanji. Oh yeah. All right. So, did Dad tell you about? Yes. Yeah, I figured he would. So here's the deal: <laughs> we buy what's called a D box seat, which are seats that move in the, that move in the. I don't know the action of the movie.
6: Oh, yeah, I they didn't... actually like they yes. move around like um, those old uh, Disney rides. Right, like really? where they show yeah. something like you know you're on you're on a roller a fake roller coaster or you know you're in an X wing or whatever. Yeah, it was actually pretty impressive. Down. Really, it was pretty yeah, impressive. I was in so... one
8: of them once, and it was at the old Mall of America theaters, and I thought, what the hell's going oh, on? Yeah. Nobody even mentioned this prior to the screening. And all of a sudden, why is the seat seat shaking? You know, so how was it? So, you say Catherine? it was great.
1: Well, 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 yeah, that part was great. How much did those tickets cost, Catherine? Like 20 bucks each.
3: But that was a, for a Saturday night show.
1: That was for. Tw- they were $20 a piece, though.
3: I think so. I, I didn't even know what they were. N- nobody knew what they were. I just thought that there was like, some sort of select uh, reserved seating or something. Right. And I figured for Saturday night, you better get those.
1: Okay, so here's the deal. Andy and I go to this. We're sitting in the D-Box seats. Catherine paid $40 for these two seats. For Andy and me, and we're sitting there, and uh, two 16 year old girls and about a nine or 10 year old boy come over, and one of the girls says, Are those seats, is anybody sitting there? And I said, No.
3: You should always say yes.
1: So they just crawled across Andy and me and sat down in the seats. And then this family came in right behind us. How would you, what did you say, Andy? About four years old, five, maybe? The little kid More behind about us? that young, probably seven ish. You think seven ish? Okay, we'll go with be seven. At the
6: show. This is a PG? No, that... Yeah. Well,
1: I, was it PG or PG-13? PG-13. I figured, yeah. It was PG-13 with a lot of penis jokes in it. Well, uh. not a lot. It's, mm. It was mostly
6: the swearing. They said uh, the S word quite a few times. Yeah, a lot of swearing. So anyway, so the
1: movie starts, and the first 45 minutes... The woman sitting right next to Andy was was on her phone the entire time Well a woman she was a teenager uh, she was a teenage girl actually yeah but she took her phone out probably every three minutes did yeah
3: you tell her to put it away
1: no audio but you know that's that screen is so bright it's distracting as hell yes not only that now she's sitting there and seats she didn't pay for uh, no watcher came through because I would have said this woman over here did not pay for this seat and uh, she's on her phone get her and get her out of here but if I do it, Imagine me raising a fuss to a 16-year-old girl. I'd be a bad guy. Yeah. Right? So that's not bad enough. She's distracting us through the first 45 minutes of the movie. The movie's an hour and 45 minutes long. This 7-year-old kid, I don't even think he was that old. We'll say we'll, set, we'll, get, we'll settle in the middle, Andy. 6-year-old. Is tipping off every scene because he's already seen the movie a few <laughs> times. <laughs> so he's telling us... He would not shut up the entire 45 minutes.
6: And in neither case did either of the parents do anything. No, the parents did not They just sat there letting their kid act like that. Yeah, they sat there and let their kid act like that. That's uh, terrible. So Andy and I finally got up and
1: moved to different seats that were much cheaper seats than the ones we were supposed <laughs> to sit in. People are disgusting.
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: That's Seriously, what he got like, out of
3: Jumanji. Well, it's like, have
6: <laughs> be a parent Yeah. for just one second out of your life. But, no, they didn't bother. Well, no, I tell you, I,
8: I was at the uh, Liam Neeson um, commuter last week, and I didn't bring this up on the, on the KQ Morning Show, but sitting to my left were a couple drunk people. And the dude oh, that God. was being obnoxious and would not be quiet throughout the whole screening uh, was about a, a head taller than me and 100 pounds more, so what am I going to do? Mm. And the person sitting on his side uh, was like a mm. you know elderly woman. So you know, it's it, it, I, you know I'm sure there are people behind, people in front, but it's like, don't you realize? Are you that far gone that you are being a huge pain in the butt here? I just, oh, it didn't. It, I, I well, guess it, it think... didn't ruin the movie because the movie I didn't like it anyway. But that well. sucks. <laughs> you know.
6: Yeah, and then they wonder why people aren't paying their ticket prices.
8: Yeah, because exactly. the D box
6: seats, we were like basically, as far as I know, the only ones who actually paid for those seats. Yeah, because everybody else just sat down in them. Yeah, the, it was it was like a family of like six people that was sitting right next to me with the teenage girl who wouldn't st- get off her phone. And they were all just like, Oh, we'll just take these seats.
3: Was it a large um screen? Was it like Yeah, the screen was.
6: Yeah, it was. bit was, really It was little bit of a little bit was a little bit a little bit they, it had like two little things on the sides that moved to make the screen a little wider before the show which oh, was a good picture which was interesting it was a good picture
1: and the movie was enjoyable it wasn't a great movie but it was interesting I it, was it was great fun. did you i did i thought it was so fun pretty good
8: well again i, I don't know I, I guess it depends on the atmosphere because i was in the minority i mean people didn't love the commuter but they seemed to like it and maybe that did contribute to the fact that i just Hated the movie, yeah, because of the oh, you know, surroundings. You know,
3: yeah, yeah. If somebody's acting obnoxious in a theater; it it does wreck it. It's just distracting, and you're annoyed with them.
8: Yeah, yeah. So, you get any more screeners?
1: So, uh, you know what? I haven't checked. I haven't checked. I uh, last three I got. I have no interest in watching. So it's you know. Even
8: I, I, I tell you. You didn't get I, the have I, I have no Tanya interest yet? in
1: seeing I, Tanya. Tanya. Oh,
8: I'm going to watch it. Well, Catherine, yeah, watch it. And and uh, uh, Tommy, listen to your wife. Because I guarantee it, Catherine, it's it's really different. And it's, you know, it's something you wouldn't expect. And, and yeah, yeah. I mean, just knowing the history of the story, it's going to change your point of view about Tanya Harding. It's a very, very interesting movie.
1: But is it true? That's the only problem well, I have with it. They, is they, it they true see, what they say?
8: Well, here's the thing. they they kind of all come at it with their own stories and even in the trailer you'll hear margot robbie as i tanya say everybody has their version uh, of the of the truth so she's giving her point the the people involved in the knee wrapping are giving their point you know everybody's giving their point of view so I, i don't know but these are based on real interviews and it's a recreation of that and while it's tragic, because it is tragic, because I don't think there's any dispute that she suffered abuse at the uh, hands of right. her husband and right. her mother, you know, the mother with the verbal and the husband with the verbal and physical. Uh, you just come out of it with a different look at things. And, and, and the, the weird part about it is, much like Three Billboards, it's a very, very dark comedy. I mean, it's very funny. Even though there's some really bad things going on, I mean, it's, it's, they intended it to be a dark comedy. They bill it as a dark comedy. So, yeah, it's just something you wouldn't expect out of a movie like that.
1: Well, maybe I will watch it with Catherine then because there's nothing, uh, nothing else to watch, I'll tell you that.
8: Ugh. Yeah. Not, well, not in theaters. Now, although there's a movie I'll be reviewing this week, I haven't seen it yet. It's called 12 Strong. It's about the first 12 soldiers on the ground in Afghanistan after 9-11. Finally, the mission has been declassified, so they're able to tell the story. Um, And naturally, because of the rough terrain in Afghanistan, these soldiers had to uh, go into battle by horseback. And uh, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Michael Shannon, um, uh, William Fickner, a few other people, Michael Pena. uh, So it's got a good cast. And uh, I'm hoping for a January movie, because those are iffy, um, it'll yeah. be good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, we're looking at the list of movies. I still want to see The Disaster Artist, but probably it, it's, it's going to be off, uh, you know, Roku or something like that, because it's already leaving theater, so.
8: Yeah, well, you might be able to James, find it on Roku. James Franco allegations aren't going to help it either.
1: Yeah, Aziz Ansari. Now, is there anybody in Hollywood who hasn't felt up women uh, at will?
8: Uh, I know it's it's daily and it's tragic and uh, it it really turns you off to the whole idea, doesn't it? Of even going to these people that are supposed to entertain us, just the uh, mm-hmm. just terrible. I'm not saying I'm not implying either are guilty either. You know?
1: No. But
8: no. you know, it's just. Yeah, the, 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 the big issue is is that when more than one person comes forward and there seems to be a pattern, then it seems pretty damning. So, yes. you know, it's, it's, it's too bad. It's too bad. But Franco, we'll see, we'll see the results of that because this happened to come out the week that the ballots were out to Oscar voters. So if Franco's Ooh. name doesn't show up next week, we'll know how people feel about him there. Because up to this point, he's been nominated for practically everything. And uh, now it's like, I don't know. I mean, this might end his career. Just like. uh, It could end his career. Yeah, Kevin Spacey and, I don't know, Louis C.K. probably. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Um,
3: I have a feeling they'll all go to treatment, and three years from now, everybody will forget what happened, and there they'll be again. Well, the apology.
8: Well, they forget who they are. Yeah, well, the apology tour thing worked for a while, and remember how it worked for Hugh Mm -hmm. Grant when he Mm -hmm. was caught with a prostitute? And he went on Jay Leno, and he apologized and got out in front of it and got it over with and and bounced back. But that was one incident, you know. Now it's just a different mindset in Hollywood, and I don't know if people are going to be able to come back the way they were able to come back back then. Even though back then those same stories that are getting credence today were around back then, but nobody wanted to ever speak out about it. So I don't know. I don't know. It's just. Dustin Hoffman's another one. I mean, you know, supposedly that's been going on for decades. It's too bad. No, that's very true. It's too bad that it's taken this long for people to come out, but.
1: Ugh. You know, know, I made this call a couple of weeks ago, and it only took two weeks till it finally came true. I said, as soon as some of those Brits get a hold of this Meghan Markle uh, info, you're not going to like it. And here it is. The leader of a British political party is in hot water over his girlfriend's texts about Megan Markle. Ex-girlfriend, actually. In the wake of the controversy, U.K. Independence Party leader Henry Bolton, 54, has split with his 25-year-old girlfriend. Yikes. Really? You're the Independence Party leader and you're 54 and your girlfriend's 25? <laughs> I'm sure she's a very
6: independent person.
1: Yes. yes. Her name is Joe Marnie, reports The Guardian. Now the question is whether he'll have to resign as UKIP uh, uh, leader. The trouble began when the Mail on Sunday published text from Marnie to a friend in which she complains that Markle, newly engaged to Prince Harry, will taint the royal family because this is Britain, not Africa. Uh-oh. Oh, Jesus! What? It's 2018, for God's sake. Oh.
3: I can see her making fun of her for being American.
1: <laughs> yeah,
6: make fun of her for being American,
3: but not African,
8: not African American. Oh, God. Yeah,
6: yeah. I don't. Is she African or is she American? She's American. Yeah. She's no. American. Her mother's African American. Yeah,
8: uh, yeah. Well, that's then, what yeah I it meant doesn't make that. sense. Yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. If, because if it was literally like a nationalism thing, people look more kindly on that than racism. Yes. When the text emerged, UKIP essentially gave Bolton an ultimatum reports
1: the BBC. Quit the party or quit the girl, and he made his choice. The romantic element of the relationship is over, I'm afraid, as of last night, said Bolton, calling Marnie's comments indefensible. He also insisted that he would not resign as party leader, despite growing calls for that as well. How is it his fault
6: yeah. that his girlfriend
1: did something? There That's really is, annoying. It's not his fault. It's not his fault
6: at all. Although so. he is the one dating the uh, permanent yeah. teenager sugar daddy hunter <laughs> oh really oh i'm sure she loves him for himself. yeah yeah exactly they Come all do those kids are madly in love
8: mm-hmm. it's funny when you I said that you. when you said that tom i called this a couple of weeks ago i thought you were going to say that uh about the news that lifetime is making a uh harry and megan movie <laughs> which they are now they're gonna they lifetime are movies. already oh. yeah oh, yeah of course. You can see that coming too. Yeah.
1: No. Oh God, it's so lame. Ladies and gentlemen, we will be back. Tom Bernard show. Just like all of you, I had been hearing about My Pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone said it was. Well, I received my first My Pillow and I love it. Look, my my head stays level. You know, it's not too high, not too low. My neck feels much better because of it. Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. MyPillow is offering a buy one MyPillow, get another one absolutely free. Don't delay, this offer will end on January 31st. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Go to MyPillow.com, but make sure you use the promo code Tom. Again, please use promo code Tom. That's promo code Tom.
8: I feel bad at this point for parents with young children. Every word you tell your kid not to say they can be like, but the president gets to say it. The most insane thing is that Trump said all of this racist stuff right before Martin Luther King Day, which is like pounding a case of beer on your way to rehab. Now I'm just worried about what he's going to say the day before Passover.
1: <laughs> I have a question for you. What did he say? What, what did he say that was racist? Nothing. The asshole part, it
6: nothing. Yeah. Well,
1: that doesn't—that's not racist.
6: There, uh, you ever been to Haiti? Well, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of—it's kind of objectively a bad place to well,
3: live. Well, you know, people take things personally like that. Okay, yes, why don't we take do. this
1: personally? Are you going to make a trip to Haiti or Somalia or no? You're not, are, are you? So uh, does that mean you're racist? No, you just don't want to get killed. Seriously, I, I just, I know people, well, uh, actually, Catherine's niece, well, our niece, goes to Haiti to help people out, and it's a very dangerous place. I'm so, I, look, I'm not agreeing with the president using that kind of language because he's president of the United States, and he should shoot and show more class than that. Yes. If you want to talk like that, become a disc jockey. <laughs> right? Am I wrong? Uh, yeah, I just, this whole... Uh, uh, Tevin, let me ask you a question. Yep. Don't you get sick to death of all these white people deciding what's racist and what isn't? Yeah. Yeah, it
7: does get a little tiring. But I saw, like, with, with the whole um, H&M Coolest Monkey in the Jungle shirt, the, mom, in the, Jungle, the yeah. mom of the kid, like, supported the thing. Like, she was not offended. They knew that he was going to wear that shirt before the shoot
6: and was yeah, like. Yeah, she said, yeah, get over cool, it yeah, or something get over like it. that.
1: I wish, you know, maybe we should, we as white people should allow black people to decide what's racist and what isn't, since they're the race that we're talking I about.
3: I don't know. Tevin would just say
1: everything's racist. Yeah,
3: it depends
7: on
1: Nothing the situation. If I'm okay. trying to get something out of it, then, yeah, then it's racist. <laughs>
3: exactly. That would be selective <laughs> racism. The other one I love,
1: Tevin, and I'll never forget it. When that H&M story came out with Coolest Monkey in the Jungle. Oh, I'm very offended by that there, there's this little cute African-American boy. He's not African-American, you dope. He's British or Swedish, one of the two. He's mm-hmm. not American. No. Now, do they say African-Britain? I don't know. That's what a good question.
2: question. Uh, African-UK?
1: Do they say African-Sweden? I very much doubt it. I think what? we just call him British. Yeah, like, I don't British not think there's, yeah, I, don't think there's just... I
7: don't think I've ever heard anybody say, like, african Brit. No.
6: Well, outside of America, there isn't really like a separate black culture. That's pretty uh, unique to um, America, and then of course Africa. Nowadays, but yeah. well, now it is. I don't know. We'll, we'll keep
1: an eye on the whole situation. But I just, I really, I really wish American white people would back off and calm down. You know, why don't you let people who are actually affected by it, why don't you let them make the decision, not you, you pampered pain in the ass. How about that? Works all for right. me. That's all I'm saying, you know. That's, <laughs> Good you luck know. on that. Uh, like earlier when we were talking about the Vikings, I was going to, you know, pull a Les Nessman on Tevin and say, I've noticed there are a lot of Negroes in sports. <laughs> but he actually said that in an episode of WKRP. <laughs>
8: Did he really? It was very much. Well, that yeah, was the oh, yeah, 70s, he he. wasn't it? It was the 70s or well, that 80s? That was the 70s. Okay.
6: So he's uh, not wrong. That's... It was at least the 70s. Yeah, it was the 70s for sure. I, I, I'm see. almost certain that it was. Yeah, 78. Well, 78 to 82, so it did go into the 80s. Oh, really? Yeah, I would not have thought. I did not know that. But, I, oh, God, Here, this,
1: this story just uh, came up on the screen. Many Americans aren't working on Martin Luther King Day. Others are protesting work that they describe as slave labor. The Guardian reports on an unusual protest organized by prisoners. You're prisoners. You're not slaves, I don't think. Uh, throughout the state of Florida. that kicks off on Monday, the primary grievance. They're forced to work and paid nothing, not even the nominal 15 cents an hour some prisoners see in other states, for instance. They're seeking a fair wage and hope to arrive at the... You're in prison!
3: A lot of prisoners, I thought, got a wage.
6: Uh, Yeah, like 15 cents an hour. Well, I
3: know, but at least it's enough. It's like cigarette money or whatever.
6: They also get free room and board, basically. So there's (laughs) that. Well, they do! (laughs) Okay, so I, just, I got
1: something for you, Catherine. This, now, Catherine can straighten this out for you. Fifteen cents an hour means you would make, six do, what, $6 a week, right?
3: Yeah, sounds right.
1: Okay, $24 a month.
3: hmm
1: How much do doctors make in Cuba?
3: $26 a
1: month. $26 a month. That's if you're a physician. Okay, so these prisoners who make 15 cents an hour make a couple of bucks less than a doctor. In Cuba. In Cuba. Mm-hmm. Catherine uh, had what how do you know the Cuban woman?
3: I went to a horse show with a friend of mine and she brought along another friend who is from Cuba. She came to America when she was 13, but she has family over in Cuba still and it was a very interesting conversation I have to say.
1: Yeah, she she said yeah, she was talking about a bunch of different things. Uh I don't know. Twenty-four bucks a month for a person who's in prison gets free food, free room and board, free free clothes. What do you need with more than twenty-four bucks a month for the canteen? Right.
3: I don't know. Maybe uh, toilet. Toilet wine is expensive. I don't know. Or whatever they make in their
6: time. I think it's explicitly not expensive.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's, I'm pretty sure that's true. Inmates say Florida has turned them into slaves. See now, once again, well, Tevin, Florida, Tevin, It's not my position to judge here, but once again, wouldn't people who are descended from slaves be the ones who should m- make the decision? What's yeah, I mean, and what isn't? I don't what, think anybody's getting a slave and sold. And
3: who in. Well, no. I, I and like don't maybe think, you just I mean, don't go are, to
7: prison in the first place. Maybe we can, maybe yeah. we can try lots, lots that.
3: Of other, lots of other cultures have had slavery, though.
6: Well, yeah, but we're, we're like the most Africa. recent and um, no, no, Jews no, no. were like like slaves. Most um, recent and um, visible. That's true. It's a combination of the two. Except for the fact that uh, slavery still exists everywhere
1: in the world. Uh, if you count, of course, um, you know, prostitution as slavery, which it is.
3: In some cases, in yes. In some
1: cases, it certainly is. Slavery still exists everywhere in the world except for North America, which would be Canada and the United States of America, uh, Western Europe, and Australia. Everywhere else, there's still slavery. So what's the problem? You know, here's the deal. We're working on it, and we get criticized constantly for working on it, whereas other countries, it still exists, and nobody says a word about that. Here's what, Here's the problem that I have. Women are treated like dirt in certain countries. Uh, there are minorities that are... Tra- if you're a minority... Well, first of all, Japan won't even allow you to move in if you're a minority, right? Uh,
6: depends, but basically not really. Yeah, they don't want anybody but Japanese people living in Japan. No, they is don't. that racist? Technically, yes, but yeah, it seems to be working out for them. But uh, does anybody say that Japan is a racist nation? No, they don't. They're trying to get into that whole thing, but it's not really working. And look, because the, the crux behind the Everything is Racist movement is white guilt, not actual racism. It is white guilt, and it's really getting old. The white guilt thing, to me, it's just gotten
1: so old. Really? Oh, is that what you really think? Because you have no idea. Here's what I love, and I have noticed this. I've been paying attention to this for a couple of years now. That those people who are the, 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 the guilt-ridden white people... They learned uh, uh, their thinking from a college professor who's never had a real job and who has tenure, who can't possibly lose their job. Um, What I love is they will treat people of a different color than they are who are poor one way, and they'll treat poor
6: white people a completely different way. So you've just based the way you treat people on skin color. Well, white people they think are poor because they're stupid, whereas black people are poor because of white people. (laughs) But remember the whole uh, campaign where they were talking about the Midwest uneducated people and yes. how they were too dumb to vote for their party.
3: The deplorables. Yeah,
6: the exactly. The
1: deplorables, exactly. Joe from Louisville just sent me a text that says, "Saying that Japan is racist would be racist."
6: <laughs> well, they don't. They really don't care about Asians in that way. No, they don't. You never hear anyone talking about racism toward Asian. No, no, that is very, very true. So I don't know. I, it, it'll all. I just. I wish they would let the people who have the real, like
1: poor people, let them. You know, actually give them a real voice, not just vote for you, but actually give them a real voice. That would be a nice start, I think. Don't you?
3: Might work. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Maybe. Maybe you living up uh, on the hill in your big uh, time house, and maybe you shouldn't make those decisions, because you don't know what the hell you're talking about.
3: You mean talk to the people and see what they need? Yeah. I don't know.
1: Actually show up in their neighborhood and help them out instead of just sitting in your house. Oh, I wrote them a check, so I'm wonderful. Yeah, whatever. So we'll see see what happens. Um, They've been talking the talk uh, since I was a little boy in North Minneapolis, and not much has changed. So I don't know how much that talk is done. Right? So it all works out in the end. I have no more time. God damn it. Well, I'm sorry, uh, Howard. Uh, it is what it is. Is that Cosell? I, no, I look. That was Howard Cosell. Yeah, that was Howard Cosell. Got
3: to drag him out of mothballs. <laughs>
1: look, I I think you look all the way back. Uh, you know, Martin Luther King's birthday today. Martin Luther King died. He was massacred at 39 years old in Memphis, Tennessee, 1968. He said, "I think." Something that struck, struck me right uh, dead in the chest When I was, I think I was 15 when he made the speech I think But the most important thing about the speech that he made to me was You should judge someone by the content of their character And everybody forgets that line I think it's a, a brilliant statement I think it's how the world should work I don't care what color you are If you're a jerk, you're a jerk And if you're a nice person, you're a nice person It has nothing to do with your skin color it has nothing to do with your orientation. It's got nothing to do with uh, your gender. It's just the, qual- the the content of your character. That's all I care about. That's pretty much the situation. I mean, I, yes, we do let Melina come in, but, you know. Oh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. That's a different note.
8: You're
1: so generous. I, I always admired Martin Luther King because he was not about violence. He was well, he's about being very, very intelligent. And uh, treating people all pretty much the same. Did Tim just get disconnect?
8: No, I'm oh. here. I'm yeah. here. Sounds okay. like your
1: phone blew oh, up. No. Yeah. Big
8: there was that a huge squawk. squawking?
1: So, what do you think, Tevin? Am I
7: wrong? No. I would, no, I'd say this time, yeah, you're not wrong.
1: Usually, but this just time? this, just this time. <laughs> just I like the way time. he phrased that. <laughs> uh, he's been he, but, Tevin's been stabbing was, me in the back now for like five but, years. <laughs> I,
7: sh- I should be so nice. The Vikings. The Vikings won. I should be. I should be nicer to you today. But <laughs> why would you change now? See, right? It's too late for me. I'm already. Yeah.
1: I'm over what the What did I say? Do not change anything. No. Keep- nope. Sorry. I- if we lose, it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. The Vikings won. So be racist to Tom. All. this
3: week. <laughs> Alex. Alex thinks it's her fault if the Vikings lose.
0: Are you on? I, I There on we else? go. Yes. I was like, I don't there think my are. mic's been on this whole time. Um, I am Press absolutely button, a jinx. Yeah. For you sure. are not
5: watching the games. No, I'm right? not. Okay, good. I'm not watching any game. <laughs> right. Okay.
0: Tell so, them what happened. Yeah, what I will happened. tell you what happened because it proves my theory. So I have been saying that I'm a jinx because I've been a huge Vikings fan my whole life. Haven't watched a single game this season because I was like, I'm done with the Vikings. I can't <laughs> do it anymore. I'm over it. I just can't. And they're amazing. And so, yesterday, I was at the gym during the game, not planning on watching any of it, and then I was sitting in the little cafe drinking a smoothie after class, and they had the game playing on the TVs, and I looked up just to check the score, and that's two minutes later, everything fell apart. (laughs) We were up 17 0. Oh, oh, swear to god. <laughs> swear to god.
7: We're taking your
8: phone away next yeah. Sunday. Like. No, I'm
0: like I'm not <laughs> checking yep. the yep. score. You've I'm not sit in even in the closet. No. If we if we when we make it to the Super Bowl, I'm like, what? I'm going to have to like watch Harry Potter in the basement by myself <laughs> so I don't have anything to do with the Super Bowl. Oh. Yeah. So that's fun for me. Are you
8: are you at least uh, DVRing the games? Do you catch up with them, or you just don't watch them? Period. Yeah,
0: no, I watch the highlights and everything. Last night I was for like an hour and a half afterwards. I was watching live. No, I just can't watch watch
8: them. Just don't watch them live.
0: Yes. Maybe okay. if I So is that the problem? Maybe if I like recorded it and then waited yeah. an hour and then watched it an uh, hour. At this point I don't think we can. I know I don't even want risk I don't it. want to yeah. risk yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, I know. No. I'm just not until the game's done, I won't even pretend like I know what's happening. Actually
8: that is the way I watch games. I start a half hour late. That way I can just get yep. through things.
0: Well the commercials are yep. so ridiculous how many there are they are.
1: Well, just in the fourth quarter when those commercial breaks are ten minutes long, you mean? Yeah. No.
0: Well, Alex
3: Dan went to the game, right? He was at the game, yes. How did he feel about that
0: last He came uh, home and half. he looked like he had been through a war. <laughs> he was like <laughs> his eyes were just like popping out of his head and he looked like so stressed out and he was like I thought I was going to throw up the last like 5 minutes of that whole game and he was like the I guess the tension was just like super high. There were um There was like a fist fight in front of him, and they got ejected from the game. The people that got in the fist fight, not Dan. And he was like, it was just so extreme, because everyone was so emotional.
5: Oh, When they converted on 4th and 10, I almost killed someone. Oh, my gosh. Yeah,
1: sorry. My life flashed before my eyes. (laughs) Sorry about that. You'll get over it. We'll be back,
2: Tom Bernard Show.